Hi, and welcome to Adulthood Pending Podcast. I'm Kimmy. I'm Annalise. And I'm Brittany. We're a podcast for college students, recent graduates, or anyone else who's also figuring out that being an adult isn't as simple as it's made out to be. Join us each episode as we share how we're navigating our careers, post-grad lives, and the whole adulting experience. episode we talked with Shane and Kiana um, and their journey about deciding to get married at a young age and so we just wanted to continue the conversation a little bit more and dive deeper into the topic about marriage and getting married amongst us three. So as usual for our fun question when is the last time y'all attended a wedding? Oh I did attend a wedding recently. I kept for thinking that not since I was a kid, but I attended my cousin's wedding when we were in college. My junior, yeah, my cousin's wedding. I totally forgot about that. My cousin's wedding in Taiwan, so that was fun. But I am also attending another wedding this month, so very excited. Wow, was that also your first international wedding, first and only? No, I've attended other weddings in China, Shanghai. So wait, have all the weddings you've attended been in Asia? Asia? No, I also attended like a family friend's wedding over in upstate New York. Oh, wow. But that to... was like, I was like a, <laughs> I was like a young, maybe like 10, 12. I was like in very awkward puberty years. I don't want to look at any photos from that time. <laughs> at 10? So young. <laughs> 12, thir- 14. <laughs> You just got got awkward, like, super You know, I was 20 when it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward face. Yeah, what about you two? When was the last time either of you attended a wedding? So I'm so opposite than you, Annalise, because I've actually only attended two weddings, both of which weddings were, like, I was a part of it. Um, I was young at the time, and I was, like, a flower girl in both of them. And they were both of my uncle's weddings. Oh. So, like, I was a literal kid, like, Wait, maybe uncle? even a toddler. Yeah, two different, oh. two different uncles. Oh. So, yeah. Oh, I guess I, okay, I lied. I guess I attended three. Two uncles, one aunt, but I was just so young, like, I don't even remember them. I just remember the photos. I have a feeling Kim is going to text us later and be like, I totally forgot I attended another wedding, <laughs> like, days after this recording. <laughs> no, I actually... <laughs> Well, not because I definitely won't because I've talked to, to like my parents about this and my family mm. because they've attended other weddings. Like my brother, both of my brothers have attended other weddings in our family that like I just couldn't make for some reason. Oh, okay. That you mm. weren't invited to. And um, no, I was just living a busy life. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of weird. What We're about like you, Britt? Six months advance. Save the date wasn't enough to lock in (laughs) your schedule. (laughs) Clearly not. Yeah. Um, So for me, I attended my older cousin's wedding um, in 2018. So I was a, no, 2016. So I was a freshman (laughs) in college. I was going to be like, oh, me too. And then I realized. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I was actually a bridesmaid. So that was really fun. And um, it was really nice because it was the first wedding I had attended since like Kimmy like before that I was 
a flower girl. So I was always super young. Mm-hmm. Like I don't remember any weddings when I was younger. Um, but then this one was really nice because it was like my cousin who I was really close to and I was oh. old enough to remember stuff. <laughs> and yeah, it was like, it's fun. I love weddings. Wish I could was your sister more. also a bridesmaid? Or yeah, we were you? both bridesmaids. But we couldn't do a lot of like the fun stuff. Like I think I went to Disneyland with the bridal oh. party because I was in, co- I was in school. Um, oh. So it was really hard. But it, w- it was still, I got to be up there and, and stuff. Well, I feel like we have a good um, array of experiences. Mm-hmm. Wedding going. <laughs> None of us have been made of honor yet, though. I mean, we're still no. fairly young. That'd be hard. You'd have to be like best friends with someone who's getting married like right now. Or your sister. Or my sister. Yeah. My s- or your, or sister. your sister. <laughs> or my sister. I know. I- I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> your brother. Or you would be made of best man. Ring bearer. This woman. I know. I like when they have the dogs. You know, I see photos oh. of that. Oh yeah. Do you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Annalise gave me a blank stare. I was like, "Is it just me?" <laughs> cool. So after listening to Kiana and Shane's experience, which is like they technically haven't been married yet officially, but I just feel like the way that they're living their lives and like doing all of the wedding planning, I kind of feel like you know I consider them to be already like husband and wife. Um, Mm -hmm. So when it comes to like the concept of marriage, since that's something we discussed, Mm -hmm. did your perspective change at all after hearing that episode? I think one thing that like was interesting to me that I hadn't really thought too much about before was um, the idea that being with someone can change your mindset about like marriage and stuff. Like, Like it makes sense looking back but it wasn't really something that I actively had thought about like I think Shane was saying how growing up he didn't really think about when he was gonna get married but it wasn't until he met Kiana that he was like you know I can see my I can see myself getting married specifically to this woman and I don't think that that was something that I had necessarily thought about um where it's like the person matters so much about your perspective Mm. until this episode but yeah it was was very it was very cute to hear him say that it was yeah yeah I think for me like whenever I hear about someone if I were here like one of my peers even now at like 24 getting married like I automatically buying a house too yeah I'm like okay maybe not the buying the house but if I just heard someone my age was gonna get married I'm like okay you messed up like something is not lining up correctly like I don't know what you're doing Mm. and but then like hearing them and they're like the complete opposite like they're buying like Emily said they're buying a house they're really just doing this to kind of secure their future and like make things in the future like a little more easy to handle legally wise um and so I think yeah it's I mean I always do this um it's something I do have to work on but it's like it's easy to jump to conclusions when you hear about someone getting married Mm -hmm. young but like they're probably the most put together couple I could think of and so yeah it was kind of nice to have that kind of um change in perspective yeah but that's I feel like that's also very a modern way of thinking maybe Mm -hmm. because I feel like with our parents age and even like I don't know just up until maybe recently people it was very common to get married 
in your like your early mid 20s and that you would have kids before your 30s and then there was the whole thing where my friend was saying how in some schools there's a saying like ring before spring oh like you have an engagement ring yeah wow. okay that's like christian spring schools. graduation yeah or like religious but still <laughs> i think that's like still like a mindset huh yeah. Well, I think like from that, I think oh, which if, if you're older, that just makes sense at the time, right? Mm, but then now, yeah. when I think of people within our generation, I'm like, okay, either you're just like in this you know honeymoon phase where you just want to get married for some reason, uh, or um, yeah, that's like kind of or maybe like religious reasons, um, mm. just not like what I think of when I think of most of my peers and like the projection their lives are on so like when that kind of deviates i definitely make assumptions which i know is not right but um mm. yeah definitely like shane and kiana kind of changed that for me hmm. what about you kimi because you actually know kiana and shane personally mm-hmm. yeah i really liked hearing their story and definitely the decision to get married as well because that was something i knew that they had always like thought about but I didn't hear like that in-depth response. So that was just really interesting. Um, but something I was thinking about is like, I wonder if like, you know, I'm sure years, maybe like 10 years from now when they do like a comparison between like millennials and Gen Z or even like Gen Z and Gen X, if there's like some research that will support that, like the sentiment behind getting married has changed because what they were mm-hmm. saying, like, to do all of these things, like to buy a home and just being married makes that a lot easier. That makes like a ton of sense, especially as like home prices are really steep now. Mm-hmm. It's like you definitely need, unless you're like really wealthy, you definitely need like two incomes to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if that's just going to become more of the norm or if like not saying that they are going to get divorced for any reason. <laughs> But just what they were saying, like, it just made it a lot easier. I could I could also see a situation where, like, more couples will do that, get married early without, like, necessarily thinking through all the steps like they did and, like, having that conversation, like, oh, do our morals align? How do we want to raise our kids? And then, like, mm-hmm. more divorces could perhaps occur because it's, like, in order to do anything, you kind of have to be married and then mm-hmm. you may not, like, think everything through immediately. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, those were just some <laughs> thoughts I had. I, I will say also, like, to add on to that, I have heard a lot more people, at least my friends, who said that they don't want to get married until they're financially stable. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that was, like, a mindset that our parents had or, like, an older, like, other generations or I wonder if it was very much like, hey, like, we have enough money, let's work together to, like, save up more and get married, save up more, have kids, et cetera, versus now where a lot of people that I know very much want to be financially stable before they get married and before they have kids so that they have everything kind of prepared. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, know. Mm-hmm. I know. It'll be so interesting 10 years from now. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see. So we've kind of touched a little bit, I guess, on like our parents and just people around us, but let's like dive into this a little bit more. How... Do you think your individual ideas on marriage are influenced by family and friends? Um, and I guess to start off with, what is your individual idea on marriage? Okay, I could go first. <laughs> <laughs> so before I 
met my boyfriend, which was my sophomore year of college, I like thought about probably because of this book I read, which I reread, and I'll like bring it up later. Um, that, Why don't like, you bring it up now? Okay, I'll bring it up now. <laughs> that talks about... Sorry, you don't have to. No, I could tie it in. Okay, that talks about like making the most of your 20s. It's called The Defining Decade. And mm, she like yeah. has... I recommend this book to like literally everyone, but she breaks the book into three different sections on like love, career. I think the last one is personal. And the personal one, or maybe it's family, talks about like marriage and family planning, stuff like that. Um, so at that point I was like, okay, I understand being married is important, but I also don't know like how much of my desire to get married, thinking as a little girl, like, oh, when I grow up, I'm going to have a husband. How much of that is actually coming from society versus Mm -hmm. like my actual desire? And then I met Eric and then I was like, well, I haven't figured this out yet. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) why are we meeting now? Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like I understand the pros, um, and it seems like, you know, something I would just end up doing because it just makes everything easier, but it also just kind of sucks that, like, it's this, like, institutional idea governed by, like, a Mm -hmm. church that you have Mm -hmm. to do in order to, like, get advantages in life, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, the construct of marriage itself, I'm, like, not too keen on, but I understand the pros of it. Mm -hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Like, what about like the construct, the idea of yeah, as, of like monogamy for the rest of your life, or like you have to announce to everyone that you are in this committed relationship. Yeah, so that's definitely a part of it, and that's like not what first comes to mind. I think it's the idea of like separation of church and state, mm-hmm. and it's like you should be married to do certain things, like mm-hmm. buying a house, and in order to be married, that's like a religious idea. That it has mm-hmm. to be like sanctioned by a priest or mm-hmm. even like a mm-hmm. pastor, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and by benefits, do you mean like tax wise? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's, a, that's, a, that's literally the only thing or that just I like can, within your relationship. That, like, first thing that comes yeah. to mind. <laughs> or the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah or, or that. <laughs> yeah, I think both. I mean, mainly taxes and then also like. Just making like life easier because like it is the norm. Ooh, they have like discounts, like <laughs> very yeah. very random. But you don't have to like like I don't know. Yeah, like discounts on like a household. The proof of exactly because live together. Well, like but. even like just it being the norm. Like let's say you have kids, and then the kid's friend is like, "Oh, so and so's parents aren't married," and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, mm. they aren't married." You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like. A little strange just because it's not mm. the everyday situation yeah mm. Mm. I think for me like growing up um I I was raised as a Christian so I think like ba- marriage was something that was drilled as like something very important mm. very sacred um and so like I always knew at one point in my life I would get married it wasn't kind of a question and mm-hmm. but like now that I'm older um I used to think that like I don't know why people get date for like two plus years and like never get married and then here I am like two and a half years in a relationship (laughs) I'm like okay I cannot get married like it's just like so scary still to me um whereas like when you're younger you think oh you date for x amount of years reach a certain number and then like somehow maybe after 
you know someone for a couple years, you're kind of, you you know them good enough to like get married, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely shifted to, like, I don't really know what I think about it. Um, it's not something super on the forefront of my mind, like still being in school, especially. It's just mm-hmm. not something I really think is going to happen particularly soon. Mm. And also, I think another perspective that has changed for me is I think when I was younger, you think you meet someone and like Shane said for him automatically, it kind of clicked like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I want to marry this person. Like this Mm -hmm. person is for me. Whereas um, my parents divorced when I was 17. And so I think I'm more keen to see that. Like, I don't think there's like one person for one person. Like, I think it's a lot of work. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's like, def- I'm sure there's like relationships or like parents where they're like still in love and it's like 25 years later, but, and I'm sure like they put work into it too. But I think when I see marriage, I just see it as like a lot of work. And I'm if I'm mm-hmm. willing to put that much work into some person and like the other person's also willing to put that much work into a marriage, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll even get to a point where I feel comfortable and be like, yes. Like, I mean, I'm sure if I ever right. do get married, that's going to have to happen. But you, you just get a little, I think I'm a little more skeptical about things than mm-hmm. I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I think my perspective has definitely changed. Like, I agree. Now, I don't really think that there is the, this concept of like the one necessarily mm-hmm. for each individual person. I think it's, it, relationships are a lot of work that I think you can kind of make someone your person versus like you just falling into the laps of like your soulmate Mm. which I feel like is what I kind of thought growing up I kind of thought that growing up Mm. you had like one person who was like your one soulmate and you had your you had to find that person or that you know something like that but like now I realize that that's totally not true and that you know relationships are work sure sure you know sure you have some relationships where it is that smooth and it is that perfect picture perfect but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's not I don't think that's a very um, common case. I think that there is a lot of work to be put into relationships to make it work. Because I feel like with that mindset, if you get into like an argument with your partner or something, what if you're like, you know what, because we have this big spat, we're not soulmates. And like, that's that versus I think you trying to mm-hmm. work things through. So that's kind of how I feel about marriage now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to point out, I think Brittany, you said something about how you grow you grew up in um, in a Christian household, and so you were kind of taught from the beginning that you were going to get married. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting idea too, because the three of us we are heterosexual too. That I feel like mm-hmm. cer- for certain people, especially in the LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. the idea of marriage like they just in their countries they literally cannot get married, mm-hmm. even if it's something that they want to do. And I think that's something that we can't speak to as heterosexual women, Mm -hmm. but um, it is, I think, something that people often forget about as well. Mm -hmm. Kimmy, what about you, though? Because you grew up Catholic? Yeah, I grew up Catholic, but, like, not very strictly Catholic. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do either of you feel pressure, like, we talked about pressure from, I guess, like, society, but from family or friends? More, I guess, more so your parents or grandparents about getting married? Yeah. I kn- well, I guess. Okay. Other question. Do you want to get married? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I can answer both of those. 
The first one being that, um, yeah, I know my parents would prefer me to get married just because it makes life easier, but they don't apply pressure in the fact of like, when are you getting married? When is Eric Mm. proposing? You know, nothing like that is Mm. happening. Um, But I'm sure if I was a bit older, like if I was like upwards of 27 and if Eric and I were Mm. still dating, then they would be like, oh, why aren't you getting married yet? You know, you've been together forever, which I could understand. Mm -hmm. But to the second question of like, if I personally want to get married, I mean, I think it would just be more beneficial now after (laughs) listening to Shane and Kiana's episode, I'm a changed (laughs) woman. (laughs) That one conversation, you're like, yes, I do. Yeah, I think for me, um, like I said, I'm I'm still in school, so I think my parents and family are almost like, if I said I wanted to get married, they'd be like, "What are you doing? Like, how are you going to pay for this oh, wedding?" Um, mm. Or like, why do this when you're at such a like weird part in your life um, mm. where there's a lot of uncertainty? And to speak to, if I do want to get married, I do. I think after all that talk of how sterile I see marriage I think they're like deep down I think it's very romantic and I'm romantic deep inside so I'm like yes I eventually want to get married to someone Mm. how about you Annalise yeah I think I I think I do want to get married it's hard now because I am the single one out of the three of us hello that is me Mm -hmm. and so I don't really have like a person that I picture next to me but I think I do want to get married and just not really I'm not really thinking too much about it because, again, I don't have that possible person mm-hmm. in my life that I know of yet. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like a big question mark in my life. And it's not really something that I it's not at this point in my life. It's not something that I see happening anytime soon. I want it, but I'm not actively looking for it either at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother is, though, <laughs> invested in my love life. Um, yeah, she, you know, she wants me to find someone. That is all well, I will say to that. <laughs> and I've told her, I'm like, can you just pressure my sister who's actually in a relationship? And she's like, no, but she's in a relationship. That's why I'm not pressuring her. I'm pressuring you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh so it's not just married. It's just like you being with someone. I think me being with someone so that she can picture me being married. Because I feel like just growing up, I didn't really have a lot of prospects as one might say <laughs> my mother was always afraid that i would not find someone possibly Aww. and here we are again she's like the um, mom from pride and prejudice yeah yeah pretty much but i also wonder if it's like a very asian mom situation you know where they like want their kid like they get antsy and they just want their kid to get married yeah. like it's a very big thing i think in like asian culture you go home to family and they're like are you married yet do you have kids those are like very common questions see i was thinking the same thing like if let's say you like got a boyfriend tomorrow i feel like Mm. she would stop saying oh yeah you know and then she'd move on to juliana and be like when you're getting married when you're having kids you know (laughs) well again i think the same situation though is like with britney because my sister and her boyfriend are still in school oh that's true she won't ask that you know so i i suffer (laughs) what i'm trying to say here um Alice, you know that one yeah. episode of Friends where Rachel is like calculating what age he has to like. No, I've yep. <laughs> so just to like, I give context. So 
in this episode, Rachel's like, okay, if I want to have kids at this age, that means I have to subtract yeah. like four years because, mm-hmm. or like the year I'm pregnant, but I want to be married for like, or mm-hmm. for like a couple years, but then I want to be engaged for a year, but I want to be dating. And so when you like add it all up, she'd have to be like dating now. Like, do you feel that pressure given if you like think about the timeline when you want to start having kids? I actually do. <laughs> Yeah, I actually do. And I think it's like also a biological thing too. Mm-hmm. Like it's if, cause I do want to have kids and I don't want to have kids too late just for like medical br- reasons. Like yeah. I don't, I, I like know it's riskier to have a pregnancy later in life. Mm-hmm. So that's like really the only factor that is making me feel pressured to find someone and to get married and have kids. But if it wasn't for that, I really would not be worried about it at all. But I think from like a medical perspective and like a health perspective i do feel this like biological clock essentially mm-hmm. and i did do the math so i was like if you <laughs> would <laughs> i would I and surprised? i think i think i would have to like be in a relationship when i'm like 26 okay so two years 25 to 27 is i think like the latest 25 to 27 so next and then year. what date for <laughs> how many date for well that's the thing i think like ideally date for two mm-hmm. but i understand that circumstances are very different in relationships. Like sometimes yeah. you go through a lot in a short period of time with a certain someone. Other times you may need a longer time period with your partner or significant other to know that you want to get married. So like I'm adding a buffer period of two years mm-hmm. <laughs> and then be married for two to figure out marriage stuff. <laughs> buffer and travel. <laughs> have a kid and another two years have another kid. And then it'll be like 35 or something. Oh. So. Wait, that's coming up. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> no stress. I know. <laughs> but again, I don't think there's anything wrong in getting married late and like having kids later. Yeah. Or like, you know, there are other options like adoption. I don't know. IVF and um, surrogate. Like all yeah. of that. There's so many options now to have kids later in life. So I'm not completely stressed. I'm also just trying to enjoy single life as it is Mm -hmm. but to answer your my own original question (laughs) (laughs) yes i do want to get married um but it's not really something that i can actively picture right now just given my relationship status Mm -hmm. so this ties into um the reason why i wanted to bring up that book later aka now is to give more context into the book defining decade it's written by um, a psychologist. She may like be like a psychiatrist. I'm not too sure what her credentials are, but <laughs> she's a therapist. She has a PhD, and her main like focus of working with people are people in their 20s. So in her book, which mm. is divided into three different sections, she includes like actual stories from her patients, and in the chapter on like family planning, fertility. She shares the story of her personal life of when she was a grad student, she was like 30, and her advisor at the time asked her, like, are you going to have kids? And she was kind of taken aback. She was like, this is so anti-feminist. Like, why are you asking me this, like, out of nowhere? And at that time, that advisor explained to her, like, you know, you should just start trying. Like, you don't know if you're going to be able to even have them. Right. Mm-hmm. So she ended up like graduating and had a kid and like literally walked across like the graduation ceremony with like a kid in her stomach being pregnant. Oh, <laughs> um, oh. 
And then, <laughs> and then she applies the same like storyline to when she's talking to one of her patients. This patient had been dating her boyfriend for like a long time. I would say three plus years. She was like nearing her 30s. And now like the therapist is in the situation asking, you know, are you planning to have kids? Similar to her personal situation, this patient was like very taken aback. She was like, no, I want to do things the proper way. Like I want to get married next year and then a year later or two years later have kids. Mm. And the therapist is like heavily, you know, recommending like you don't have to get married first. You should just have kids like, you know, you don't even know if that's going to be a possibility for you. Mm. At the end of the story, it's like really sad because then the woman can't even have kids. Like they try Mm. over and over and they try different techniques and spend like a ton of money and a ton of emotional labor and it just becomes impossible. Um, And at that point, they could adopt. She was like in her mid-30s at this time. But they had just gone through so much that they were like, I can't even process Mm -hmm. that right now. Mm -hmm. So after hearing that story, I was like, damn. (laughs) Because before when people said like... I need to get a kid now. (laughs) (laughs) When people said like, you know, they had an age limit counting backwards, all of that. I was Mm -hmm. like, eh, you know, whenever the time comes, the time comes. Mm-hmm. But that story also like really awakened me, like the one of Shane and Kiana. Maybe I'm easily influenced by like real life stories. You are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, whoa, it's like super important to at least like talk things through with a partner or like have some sort of guidelines in your head because that could be a possibility of like mm-hmm. not being able to have kids on time. Also ties into marriage because like you have to set those dates if you want to get married before having kids mm-hmm. so yeah have you done that kids is like a whole other yeah am i the only one who's counted oh no i have oh <laughs> the two type a people <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah i just well like the only timeline i do have is i want to be married for a really long time before having kids like five plus years yeah yeah oh five plus oh sure it depends i guess on what age i get married the, so i guess well, from that other- age I count backwards. So like, Mm-mm. yeah. The other thing that the psychologist talks about is like, if you're already living together or she's like, it's less about like your relationship before you're married and after you're married, especially if you live together before you were married. It's more about like before you got married, after you had kids that mm-hmm. like are just two completely different things. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of arguing sense. like, you may not need as much time post-marriage to kind of like, you know, get to know each other better, adapt to the relationship. Because if you've been living together, it's like, well, yeah, you're learning each other's like living habits if you've never lived together before. Mm, I guess that makes sense. Do either of you want kids too? Or Mm, Yes, but I've always like imagined myself adopting someone. Really? Mostly for um, environmental reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, I I never really imagined myself pregnant. Also, like, it really scares me, (laughs) to be honest. Pregnancy? Yeah. Yeah, And just, like, giving birth. mm, Yeah. Okay, but did you watch Jen M's video? (laughs) I am not. Okay, well, you should watch it. (laughs) It makes it seem less scary. Okay, but I think it's a very (laughs) case-by-case basis. Okay, it definitely is. Every pregnancy, every birth is different. Mm-hmm. For sure, and just like there's so yeah. many kids out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. I also don't think there's anything wrong in not having kids. Like I know a couple mm-hmm. who they don't have kids and they just like travel a lot. And I'm like, wow, what a life. Yeah. And you have so much money. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel yeah. like if I had kids, I want at least one or two. Mm. I mean, <laughs> mm. I want, at least two. Uh, yeah. I don't think I would want, would mm. want an only child. Mm-mm-mm. I think that's too much like pressure to socialize them myself you know mm. you, really got you don't want to hang out with them you're like you're stuck with them anyway <laughs> yeah kind of yeah what about you Kimmy um for myself yeah so I used to like never want like an only child but honestly mm-hmm. the more I've thought about it the more like the idea has grown on me really like yeah just yeah and I imagine myself to mm. be like a working parent and mm. the like situations I've observed where there's like two working parents that are pretty successful they typically have a nanny which like Mm. I mean you know that's fine that's just not something that I had growing up um so I think to only have one be a working parent and then have the other parents stay home is like the most ideal and most like affordable situation Mm. but I mean of course like I'd be open to having more if the monetary <laughs> means come in. I love how <laughs> all of Kimmy's are just like yeah. financially driven. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say <laughs> she's like very driven by her financial wealth. I was at a like um, graduation party, and um, someone someone there was had assumed or like someone we were talking about siblings and then someone's like oh I'm an only child and then someone was like oh I oh I knew it like I assumed that about mm-hmm. you and we mm-hmm. all took that as a negative thing like she's like <laughs> yeah. you did like she was like scared so I feel oh. like it's like only children have kind of like a bad rep I'm like kind of scared to have an old like one child you don't want your yeah. child to go through that they yeah. totally do but there's definitely like more of them now yeah i would say mm. so your only child can hang out with all other only child only, only children only childs. i know i don't know is it only childs only, only children. children do you have a lot of friends that are getting married people our age that you know of i actually know a handful of people from like my high school and college um that did get married college um what does it seem i know <laughs> a few from a few from harvey mud oh i see um that i know who like are already married what are your thoughts um i think initially i was very shocked because we were just so fresh out of college but now that i because i know like a handful i'm like kind of a little bit unfazed now i'm like i'm shocked that like initial like, like oh my gosh they got married but that was it it's not so much like what they're married oh my goodness blah blah blah. i think that happened like when i the first few weddings that i heard of um yeah i don't know i actually like don't know anyone who is like in my friend group who's engaged or thinking about getting engaged yeah so me too i don't really know when that's gonna happen i'm kind of excited for it to happen to others so I can go to weddings. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Definitely. Not me. Yeah, Kiana's the only one I mm. know. Mm. Yeah, when I was like a junior in college, so 
2018 2017 like so many people from my high school were getting engaged um Mm -hmm. and or married and I just remember like thinking like that was a normal thing but like that was separate from people I knew like going to college and like Mm. um when and when I heard that they were getting married I was like why like what are they doing like Mm. they're better than that um interesting um I will also like caveat that my high school there was a lot of mormon people so um that made Mm -hmm. sense but also a lot of people that didn't go to college so like they went and started Mm -hmm. their careers right out of high school Mm -hmm. and so i guess that also makes sense um but yeah i just thought it was interesting how like i was like oh that makes sense like they're getting married or there's like a lot of people i know that are getting married versus Mm -hmm. if i were to hear someone from college i would think a little differently i'd be like oh, why are you doing mm. that like you haven't started your life yet kind of thing mm. but for sure i think it's definitely different like depending on kind of your background like you know the people yeah. that we went to school with i would say like a majority of them are not married but i totally mm-hmm. understand if mm-hmm. you already started a career they've probably been living on their own longer than we have like mm-hmm. it just makes sense for them to get married at an earlier age mm-hmm. Speaking about marriage, what are y'all thoughts about <laughs> weddings? Like, what do you think you're gonna do, or what have you thought about them? You know what's funny is that I think as a kid, because I had this idea of a soulmate, I very much like had planned like my ideal wedding, like indoor mm-hmm. outdoor. I don't remember any of those plans. <laughs> <laughs> right I think because diary. like yeah, well, I think like just my own interests have changed. Mm-hmm. that I don't remember what it was like before um and I just haven't really thought about what my wedding will look like mm-hmm. for sure yeah I I feel similarly like when I was younger I didn't have like a whole agenda planned but I had like some sort of visualization <laughs> of what it may oh. or may not like look like but I feel like the past year has also like shifted my perspective oh. on weddings because people just like started getting married in courthouses because of the pandemic. Yeah. And that was becoming more normalized. And like even over the weekend, I saw um, like an acquaintance get married. And my idea was of her was like she would always have like this giant wedding, like so beautiful. Mm. And she also just did a courthouse thing and then did like a reception with her friends afterwards. So... Mm. I think, once again, <laughs> this ties into money oh, uh, because, like, weddings are so expensive. They you are. Know? And it's like, if you want to get a house, you need to have money for the house. And, like, yeah. how are you going to have money for both? Yeah, that's what I don't get. I didn't realize this, but, like, for weddings, you pay per person. Like, yeah. when you get food, you're paying by the plate. So just why, like, I feel like some weddings, they don't allow plus ones. And at first mm-hmm. I was like, how rude. But then I was like, how oh, my rude. God, that makes so much sense that you wouldn't allow that because then you're paying for a whole extra person yeah i feel like i see a lot on like social media when you see like typical younger people getting like young young i'm talking like early 20s and this is on tiktok Mm. i think but mostly (laughs) but they like get married and they have a wedding and then they buy a house after and i'm like where's this money coming from and i feel like it was like a thing i was seeing a lot um i don't know maybe they're like living I don't, I don't, I really don't know. Like, also, like, living in, like, the suburbs, like, deep. Yeah, like, early hours, somewhere where, like, maybe state. houses aren't as expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, like, I'm, 
I wouldn't say a majority, but a big part of like why I have zero interest in getting married at this age is because like I don't know how I'm going to pay for a wedding. Like I don't yeah, think my yeah. parents are going to pay for it. I, I'm in school. Just take out another loan on top of my like student loans for one day. Like I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah. So what I'm I'm going to this month. They're actually doing something which I'm like, oh, clever, is that they are, um, instead of buying them a gift, like, on their registry, it is, like, just a place where you can put money for them to, towards their down payment or something. Oh, like, it literally says, like, like that. pitch, like, our house fund. So you can, like, pitch in if you wanted to. Oh. And I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, I had a childhood friend who, she started working when she was um, 15 or 16. And then she mm-hmm. had a separate bank account for her wedding. Wedding? Oh my yes. gosh. And well, I like, like, was like, that's so anti-feminist. You're literally planning your whole savings around like your wedding. But now it makes sense because I'm like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, damn it. <laughs> I mean, they have like education funds, right? Like that people set up for their kids. Even like before they have kids. Yeah. yeah, people will do that. I don't think the I guess they do that with weddings. Like, is that the same thing? Savings account <laughs> is the same thing. Is that the same thing? No, I guess okay. it's big accounts of money. <laughs> yeah, but to your point, Brett, how you were saying, like, you've been seeing people on TikTok getting married and then buying a house. Like, once again, hearing real stories from like people <laughs> that are at the age of getting married and like them not being able to afford staying in California has like definitely put a lot of stress on their lives has also made me realize like I'd rather save for a house first if I want a house you know at a certain age Mm. before getting married just because things are Mm. so expensive here like buy a house and then have a save up for a wedding I mean like ideally do both at the at the same time but prioritize having a house over having Mm. a ceremony yeah see that makes sense buy a marriage license you do right what? Probably. You have to buy a marriage. You have to buy a marriage license. I think so. It's not free. I I'm pretty. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some. Tea. I think people are also doing like, ma- like they get married and it's. I mean, obviously because of Zoom. I mean, not Zoom. COVID. They'll have like a Zoom wedding. <laughs> they have a Zoom wedding. They're like to actually get married, and then a year later, after like a whole year of like I don't know saving and planning and all that, they have like an actual proper like reception. Mm-hmm. in person that also makes sense so i feel like that's another thing that people do you know like you get a small courthouse wedding which is like just immediate family and then you save for like a year or two and then you have like a proper wedding on your anniversary or something not a proper wedding sorry a reception mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i'm just confused how people do it i have many questions but i'm not thinking about any of them right now Spit <laughs> one out not a priority for me <laughs> oh about weddings just like weddings yeah like Weddings. <laughs> I think, like, the, I think the Mortgages. average cost is like upward of twenty thousand. Don't. I learned yeah. today that you, you have to pay. You have to have like, oh my god, average of ten percent down for to buy a house. Oh. So yeah, when houses in California are like two million at the low end, what are you gonna do? <laughs> cry. Really, that's my solution to a lot of things. Just cry. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> this is a great episode. Thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. <laughs> we'll come back in ten years. <laughs> we'll revisit when one of us gets married or something and ask all of our burning questions. Then, 
Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs> Um, again, thank you to Kiana and Shane for joining us in our last episode. Make sure you check out episode 19 if you haven't already to hear about their perspective on getting married young and as well as being in an interracial relationship. You can check us out on our website, adulthoodpenning.com, or you can follow us at adulthoodpenning podcast on Instagram. Join us every other Monday for new episodes. We can't wait to share our stories and are excited you're with us on our adulthood journey. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.